Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Time for another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folio, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Find us online at insightfolios.com. He's back from the land of North Carolina, back in Michigan, back at home. Welcome back, sir. How are you, Kevin? Yeah, doing pretty good, Walter. It was a fun time down there, but it was sure hot down there. It's a little different here, so I'm, I'm enjoying this weather a little bit better right now. Yeah, it's uh, you know we we stay toasty down in North Carolina for quite some time. So it's, yeah, it was it was like ninety plus degrees down there every day, and I'm like, holy cow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be we're supposed to get snow in September. What is, yeah, what's, what's this? You know? What's the deal? You know. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's it's that time of year, a time of transition. So. Well, you know, I like the fall because my fishing trip is right around the corner and hunting's here, you know, and so I'm all excited. So, Where's the next trip taking you? Back to Montana? or Mont- so- Mont- Montana okay. it is, yeah. We'll Very be nice. heading out there uh, after next week's show to go do some trout fishing. Oh, perfect. Well, that's going to yeah. be fun. Well, we'll look yeah. forward to hearing uh, the usual story. Sometimes they are look at this amazing fish i caught other times i think you're uh, you're getting the the raw end of the deal and getting the one that's getting ribbed by everybody it's good to work it on rotation like that when you go out with the crew right somebody yeah, gets a little ribbing one time then they're the hero next time out it's it's always somebody that's exactly right and then the next year it's like ah oh, redemption you know so that's right that's right yeah. well we hope that the uh that the lines and the trout are kind to you this year that's for sure. so do i so do i <laughs> looking forward to it we've got a great show today we're going to talk about uh business owners out there uh, you'll want to particularly pay close attention to today's show we're going to talk about some of the retirement planning factors and considerations uh, that you should have if you're a small business owner in the area we'll dive into that we're going to talk about the a word on today's show Now, it's not a uh, four-letter word or anything like that, but it is the word annuities. We're going to try try and give you the skinny on annuities as we walk through the show today as well. All that on the agenda. But to start things off, a new segment here on Simply Financial. It's called Did You See This? And this is where every once in a while we'll try to bring you a piece of odd news from the world of personal finance, investing, or estate planning and get Kevin's opinion on these items. And so for our first edition ever, Kevin, of Did You See This? Did you see this Pennsylvania couple who's facing felony charges after their bank accidentally put $120,000 in their checking account and the couple spent most of it instead of contacting the bank. <laughs> I did, Walter, and that kind of falls underneath what the real dumb criminal, you know, remember that dumb thing you would see? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, how, how can you do such a thing? And that, and by the way, folks, that is not good planning, so don't go ahead and do that. <laughs> if, you, if you get 100000 or $120,000 put in your bank account, make sure you contact the bank. Can you imagine doing that, Walter? I can't. So I actually can relate to this. So when I did some freelance work for ESPN, they accidentally paid me, now it wasn't this amount of money, but they accidentally paid me $5,000 that they weren't supposed to pay me. Hmm. And this is when I was 21 years old. 
And so you know what $5,000 extra to a 21-year-old probably feels like. Oh, yeah. And I was like, did I just get some sort of massive raise for the last game that I broadcasted? Because this is quite a bit far above my usual pay rate. <laughs> you, you, you did a really good job that week, right? That's right. They, they, they must have really liked that uh, you know, very minor Division II basketball game I just called. No, it turns out there was just some sort of error. I contacted ESPN and told them about the error, and uh, they were like, oh my gosh, thanks for you know telling us about this. And she said, no one would have ever found this mistake if you hadn't reached out. I'm so glad that you did the right thing. And I was yeah. like, well, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> they they would have never found it until you did it, right? That's and right. then they would have found it. They'd That's have, the way they'd it works. They would have found it. Yeah. 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 No, so I, I did. We did the right thing. And uh, but I, here was the funny thing. You know, you try to do the right thing and you end up getting bitten for it. Oh yeah. So I gave the money back. And, and long story short, um, wrote them the check and I said, but now make sure that when I get my, you know, ten ninety nine at the end of the year that I'm not charged for five thousand. No, absolutely, everything will be fine. It'll be all good. Well, the 1099 comes, you know, the next year and it's got the $5,000 on top of that. And so then I had to get an addended, you know, amended 1099 and it delayed getting the taxes done and ended up having to file for an extension. It would just, it then, and then it caused them all sorts of confusion because a year later they were like, what do you mean we didn't pay you this money? It's very clear here on your 1099. So <laughs> luckily I kept all the emails and the records of everything, but it, it turned oh, yeah. into, I was like, no good deed goes unpunished. It created a whole bunch of headaches out of that. But so sometimes it does. And for this couple here, I can't imagine the headaches they're they're doing Oof. right now. And 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 to go ahead and spend that kind of money without thinking nobody's going to catch it—that's just crazy to me. Yeah, that one's yeah. that one's a bit insane. Felony yeah. charges, so don't do that. Is no. today's lesson? Uh, we've got some deeper lessons for today's show. However, let's talk about business owners, Kevin. If you are a business owner, listen up, because you're particularly vulnerable to some of the misconceptions and false assumptions about retirement. Because not only do you kind of have just the general general misconceptions about retirement, but now you throw this business layer in there and there's all sorts of pitfalls that business owners will fall into with retirement planning sometimes. A couple of examples we'll cover on today's show. One good one here, Kevin, would be um, if you execute your business plan, your retirement plan will be taken care of as well. This is sort of that mentality is if the business does well, then my retirement will be fine as well. It kind of follows, right? Right. Yeah. Well, that's to me, that's what's called plan A. Right. You hope that 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 plan works out. But here's the big question. What if it doesn't work? So you have to have a plan B. Just don't put a lot of hope in your business succeeding just because it always has. So to me, Walter, I don't know about you, but it's better to be overprepared because, you know, that's the way I am than underprepared. So start funding accounts for your retirement just in case. Make a plan B. Make that plan B, you know, your backup to plan A in case plan A doesn't work out. So if you have planning, it doesn't work out and you have more money to enjoy in retirement. So it's just a better way to plan. So don't count on that happening because here in town, here in Pink County, we've had a business that's been trying to sell for I can't remember how many years. And he just he gets a somebody wants to buy it and then it just falls through. And this happened three or four times in, I don't know, the last four or five years. So it always doesn't work out that place. So have a backup plan, have a plan B. You know, something else to consider here, too, is that you may not have a lot of money in the bank. But you start factoring in, okay, I've got a high net worth when I look at the value of the business. But where's the flaw in thinking that? Well, some owners, when it's time to sell their business, they're going to find out that it's not worth as much as they think. Uh, case in fact is the person that I'm thinking of in town has been trying to sell his business. Um, you know, it just doesn't work out. And if you're going to sell your business, one big factor to consider is if the owner is no longer running the day-to-day operations, 
then the new owner is going to have to hire somebody to run that business. And guess what? There's going to be different philosophies. There's going to be different ways they run the business. So the original owner took it from an idea in their head all the way to a successful business. And then the new person who's going to run that may have a, uh, a different idea. So that's going to be a big cost just to bring somebody up to speed on those things. And a lot of times when you have somebody buy out a business, you, they're going to bring in their own people and you're going to have key people leave. And all of that knowledge is not going to be there running that department as smoothly as it did. So that may take time and money also. So the point here is don't rely on some day, somehow down the road that your business is going to be worth more at retirement. Have a plan B put together like we had mentioned earlier. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and when you sell the business, you think there's going to be enough to support yourself in retirement. Even if you think there's good value in the business, sometimes that sale may not end up being possible. Well, that's true, too, because the big reason is maybe you can't sell the business outright. Maybe you can't, you know, for whatever reason, somebody can't get a loan. So you're going to be the bank. You're going to do some sort of owner financing option. Are you going to have to stay involved with the business for a while just to keep it going? So you're still going to have to put time and sweat and equity in there because guess what? You still need income. The key here is don't bet the farm on the sale of your business is going to be an easy transaction because more times than not, it usually isn't. Yeah, that's a really good uh, good point there. And one other one to throw out there for business owners, and I know we could keep this conversation going for a while, but uh, in the interest of time, one other good point is a lot of people try to get around some of these other problems we've outlined here, Kevin, by saying, well, you know what? It's going to be my family taking over the business, uh, so I know that they'll run it well and take care of me. So it's sort of this, I don't need a retirement plan because I'm even though I'm not going to be working in the business, it's still in the family. Well, right. And, you know, the family is going to take over the sons, the daughters, whoever it is. But guess what, Walter? I talking to a business owner the other day and I looked this up. It was called the Family Firm Institute. You ever heard, heard of them? The Family Firm. Firm the FFI. Institute. Yeah. Okay. No, I hadn't. I hadn't either. So I was kind of curious. I looked it up and it's, it's about 30% of family businesses survive until the second generation. And the big reasons, family feud, right? Now, all of a sudden, the family's taking over, and you got two or three people who are your children, and they're going to take it over. Well, guess what? My my brother and I don't agree a lot. Look, get along three people uh, agreeing on everything is probably a pretty impossible task. So sometimes that just doesn't work out. Motions get in the way. And despite the phrase, it's just business, it's never just business as a family business. It's, you know, it's always personal, right? Because it comes down to emotions usually. So even if it's the business of staying in the family, you think everybody's on the same page, it's still important. You got to keep this in the back of your mind and have a solid plan for how your retirement income is going to generate just in case things don't work out. The one thing that we all need in common in retirement is income. So keep that in the back of your mind. We've been talking about every week, you know, we talk about these cool things. I think, Walter, you know, the subjects and we try to mix them up, but they all have one thing in, in common. It takes some planning. You have to sit down. You have to, you have to initiate it yourself. So we've made it pretty easy here at our firm. It's as easy as one, two, three. One, you pick up the phone. You give us a call. Two, you talk to the marvelous MJ. She will put you on the calendar. And three, you come into the office and we'll listen to you. And we'll, we'll find out what your goals and objectives are. And we'll put a plan tailored just for you. It's not a cookie cutter plan. It's your goals, your objectives, your income needs, and all of that stuff rolled into one. It is that easy. It's easy as one, two, three. So don't hesitate. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. If you're on the verge of retirement or into retirement and you have questions, don't procrastinate. Give us a call. 888-885-PLAN is the number to dial to get in touch with Kevin and the team. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- 
885-7526. Kevin serves you with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. And if you're tired of financial double talk, of sales pitches, of, of problems without answers, it's time to try maybe a different approach. Uh, get a customized plan for your retirement future with Kevin and the team. He's got more than 28 years of experience helping people get to and through retirement. He's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement as well. If you want to get in touch and pick Kevin's brain on what's going on in your financial life and how you can put together a better retirement plan, give him a call now. 888-885-PLAN is the number. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message and the marvelous MJ will follow up with you and set up a time to chat with Kevin. 888-885-7526. More coming up on today's show. You're tuned in to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. We believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future, and that's it. You shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products. Why worry with the minutia? Three steps is all it takes. Step one, you talk. Step two, we act. And step three, here comes the fun part. You relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. And don't worry. As life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the... Anyone? Anyone? The Great Depression passed the... Anyone? It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Well, we're just having a great time here on Simply Financial today. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Find Kevin by going online to insightfolios.com. Click the listen button and ask your questions. Listen to past episodes of the show. All of that there at insightfolios.com. I also encourage you to pick up a retirement rescue toolkit if you have not done so yet. If you're a longtime listener to the show, I'm sure you've gotten one of these toolkits at some point in time. If you're new, this toolkit is a physical box that Kevin packs with books, special reports on saving money on taxes, proper income planning techniques, retirement preparation thoughts, and there's an audio CD and some other goodies all packed into this toolkit. It's always kind of a revolving door of stuff you're putting in there, right, Kevin? Yeah, we change it up from time to time. Um, you know, we're trying to get people, you know, putting their toe in the water, as we usually say, just to get, you know, some information to get them started in the right direction. And we'd be happy to mail it out to you. Like Walter says, no cost, no obligation. Marvelous Sunjay to get it out to you on Monday. Yep. All you have to do if you want to get your own toolkit, again, absolutely free, just a free resource that Kevin provides is uh, thank you for listening to the show today. You can get the toolkit by texting the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. Just text the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. We'll text you right back with a little link that you click on, put in your information, and you can get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that way. Great starting point for anybody just starting to think about retirement and the planning process. Uh, this is a great place to begin. Get the toolkit now. Text the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. 
or you can give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 and request it that way. Kevin, we talked a bit about confusion for business owners earlier in the show. Let's stick with that theme of confusion on today's show. Another topic that has a lot of confusion surrounding it is about annuities, probably because there are different types of these investments that are out there, and they kind of do different things, but yet they're all kind of just falling under this umbrella of annuity. So someone may have uh, you know, completely different annuities from the person next to them, but they kind of think they're the same things many times. What I want to do is just kind of walk through the different types of annuities, have you explain how they work, how they might be used in someone's financial plan, and we can kind of take the conversation from there. So the first one uh, we'll present will be the immediate annuity. Again, the immediate annuity. How does it work and when might somebody use it? Well, that's a good question because you're right, Walter. There's a lot of confusion out there because you said exactly right. Everybody assumes all annuities are the same annuity, and they're not. There's actually four different ones out here. So the immediate annuity, when you hear the word immediate, that's the key to this annuity. And it means that you're going to give an insurance company, because that's where you're going to get an annuity from, a lump sum of money. And in return, that insurance company will give you an immediate income that you for the rest of your life that you can't outlive. So does that sound familiar, Walter? You give somebody some money, and then in return, you get a lifetime income. I mean, it kind of sounds like a, a loan, but uh, a bit well, restructured. Pen, pension or, or maybe yeah. social, social, social Security, right? Same type thing. So when you do an immediate annuity, here's the confusion. This is, you know, everybody has this uh, preconceived notion that annuities are bad, and it came from this. It's called annuitizing your annuity contract, which means you give the company a lump sum of money, and in return, you give up access to that principal, that lump sum you give them, and in return, you get the lifetime income. So everybody thinks that all annuities are that. Once you do that, you can no longer access it. It only happens here underneath the immediate annuity. So one thing to be aware of is, is once you do this, guess what? It can't be undone. So once you make the decision, it's like your pension. Once you decide what your pension is going to be, your Social Security can't be undone. So one big reason that people consider this, why would you do it? Well, it's, it's easy. You want income for the rest of your life. You don't have to worry about investing. You don't have to worry about the market going up or down so much. You just want to give uh, the company money, and then you want that income coming out with or for the rest of your life. Or maybe you're not good with money, and you're afraid that you'll spend too much of it, and then sooner or later, you're going to run out of money. There's another advantage also. If you have what's called a non-qualified annuity or a non-IRA or non-retirement related annuity, they have something here that's called the exclusion ratio. And why is that important? It's because if, let's say, you get $1,000 a month, part of that is going to be excluded from income tax if it's a non-qualified annuity, meaning that the majority of it will probably become tax-free depending on when you annuitize it, and then the rest of it will be excluded from tax. So that's a good thing to consider. And we'll use those for cases when people want an income, or sometimes we've used it in the past where a, a person, you know, the owner of an annuity contract has a beneficiary in mind, but they don't want that beneficiary to have a lump sum. Well, we'll put in a, you know, maybe a trust or something like that, or maybe a restricted beneficiary form that says that person can no longer get a lump sum. They, they do it over their terms. So there's a couple of reasons that people use immediate annuities.
Yeah, it's interesting to hear the breakdown about those. I kind of think of it like the lottery. You can either take your, you know, your, you have your lump sum you're dealing with, or you're just going to take the uh, distribution of the lottery over the course of 30 years or something like that. And That is an annuity. That's, yeah, that's a good okay. example. Yeah, that is an annuity. That's what, exactly what they do. Everybody says they take the lump sum. I think I would take the, and I know that financially you could probably do more with the dollars if you take it and invest it on your own. But when we're talking about that, that amount of money and like the big lottery winnings, I think I would take the annuity and then just that way, if you have a bad year where you were really irresponsible and you blew through all the money, you just have to wait to the next year when the next payment comes and then you can kind of start over, you know? <laughs> well, well, we've all seen those TV shows where the annuity lotto winners blow through their money, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so protect yourself keep, a little yeah, bit, you know? Yeah. It just seems like a wise choice. You can, every year you get to hit the reset button, you know? And I, yeah. So anyway, not to Keep say that that's the right thing to do with your retirement. It was just, that's purely a lottery comment. So. Sure. Anyway. sure. Uh, okay, so that's the immediate annuity. I think that's easy to understand. Again, the qualifier words here are what's really important, right? So yeah. they're all the something annuity, the immediate annuity. Well, immediate is just what you think it is. Okay, so what about a fixed annuity? Well, a fixed annuity is, there's a key word in here too. So think of a fixed annuity like a CD. So when you buy a CD, you go into the bank, let's say, they're gonna give you a fixed amount of interest for a length of time. Well, typically the same thing happens here. So t today's world, you can get maybe three to 4% on a fixed annuity. So you go, you go to the insurance company and you say, I have X amount of dollars, what kind of interest rate can you give me? And it's gonna be fixed. It's gonna be a fixed amount for a term, typically three to 10 years. So in return, you'll get some sort of guaranteed return on your investment. Today, you'll get around three or four, as I mentioned. And with this type of an investment, you're going to get a guaranteed rate of return. You're also going to get some safety, but you only can have two of the three. Remember how, Walter, we talk about this all the time? But you're going to lose liquidity. So if you put your money in annuity, you're going to lose the liquidity aspect, meaning that annuities generally will allow you to take 10% out every year without penalty. But if you exceed that 10%, there's going to be some sort of penalty to apply. So you got to be careful. You, got to be, you have to understand what that penalty is going to be. And depending on the length of the term of the annuity, the surrender penalty could be as high as 10% or even more in some cases. So you got to be careful. So why would somebody buy a fixed annuity? Well, you're looking to earn more than you can get in the bank. You're looking for some safety. You're looking for some guaranteed income. You're looking for tax deferral because unlike the CD, you'll get a 1099 at the end of the year for the interest you earn. And the, But in the fixed annuity, it's called a deferred annuity. You defer the interest. You don't have to claim that. Uh, interest that you earn on your tax return, and then maybe it'll help you save some taxes. So that's a that's a good um, reason for people to buy those. All right, so that's the fixed annuity. Uh, between the immediate and the fixed, do you find yourself using one of those more than the other in people's plans? Yeah, we don't use the fixed annuities too okay. much right now, and, it's, and, it's, and the reason is simple, because interest rates are historically low. Right. So we'll use them in you know various cases where like you know the, the owner doesn't want the beneficiary to have a lump sum, those types of things. We'll, we'll do some of those kind of planning. Okay, gotcha. Then we've got this thing called, all right, so immediate, fixed. What about a variable annuity? Ah, so the key word is there is variable, right? Yep. So we have fixed, which means you're going to get a fixed you know, rate of return. We have immediate, which means you're going to get immediate return. And variable means, guess what? Your return is going to vary. It's going to go up and down. So the variable annuity is going to be different than the previous two we talked about. You can get a guaranteed income from these. You can, depending on the annuity, but guess what? So if we have guarantees and we have liquidity, you're going to lose the safety option because the variable annuity has sub-accounts. These are accounts that are managed similar to a mutual fund. So let me give you an example. 
you could invest into a large cap value fund or an S&P 500 index fund or some sort of bond fund in these variable annuities. So it's really mutual funds wrapped in an annuity wrapper if you break it all down. So the question is, well, why would somebody invest in this? Well, they're looking for the potential growth. You know, they're looking for more growth than they could get in a fixed annuity. They're looking for tax deferral. They got a tax problem. They don't want to have to claim the interest on that because all annuities are tax deferred with the exception of the immediate. Meaning that any interest you earn during that year, you don't pay tax on it until you take the money out. But the key word here is tax deferred because the tax man, guess what? He is patient and he's willing to wait. Sooner or later, you're just kicking the can down the road, but it may help you in today's environment. But you also have to look down, you know, a couple of years from now, 10 years from now, five years now, whatever time frame and say, if I need money, how's that going to affect my taxes too? So you got to be careful on that one also. All right. So last but not least, we have the one that is called a fixed and here's where it gets really complicated, right? Fixed indexed annuity. Maybe just to keep it all, uh, can we do this and just call it an indexed one, just so we don't have too many variables flying around here? Yeah, that'd be a good, that'd okay. be a good thing. Because the key word there is index, meaning that if you buy a fixed index annuity, they're going to your rate of return is going to be linked to whatever index that you're in. So let me give you an example. And an index means like the uh, one of the markets, right? Yeah, like one a, of the S&P 500 S &P, okay. cool. or, you know, the Crokey Index or several of them out there. Trying to make sure we cover all our buzzwords here. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good point. So the fixed annuity has the safeties and has the guarantees. It's also tax deferred. But guess what? You lose liquidity in here. So if you're going to get guarantees, you're going to get safety. You're going to lose liquidity. So the one big difference here is, is your return, like I stated, is going to be linked to some sort of index like the S&P 500 index, the, jo the Dow Jones index, the Crokey index. They all have their different indexes that they're using. But they all come with this. They all come with what's called a participation rate, a cap rate, or a spread, meaning that whatever index you're in, so if you're in the S&P 500, you're going to receive some portion of that gain. You're not going to receive all that gain typically. So the participation rates today I uh, would say typically in the ones I've been looking at are 60%. So if the market goes up 10%, you're going to get 60% of that or 6%. So they're going to limit the amount that you can gain there. So in the cap rate works pretty much the same. The insurance company will give, it will cap how much you can gain. So an example, we say we're going to cap it at 5%. If it goes up three, you get three. If it goes up six, you get five. If it goes up 10, you get five. So, and then there's another thing called the spread. So if you don't either have the participation rate or the cap rate, you're going to have some sort of spread, meaning that whatever it takes, they're going to take two or 3% off of it or wherever that spread rate uh, is. So let's say the spread weights 2% and the account makes eight, then you receive six. So why would somebody buy this? Well, they're looking for guarantees. They want a guaranteed income. They want the potential of earning a little bit more than in the fixed annuity or the CD. And they like the idea of um, the tax deferrals, the guarantees, and they just, they really don't need that money for a period of time because these also have surrender charges. Those typically range from five to 10 years. And what I mean by that is if you need your money before that five or 10 year uh, term is up, there's penalties that you got to deal with. So that's money you're going to set aside for a while and you really don't need it other than the 10% if something rises up. Good considerations there across the board, Kevin, and uh, an explanation of all these different types, immediate, fixed, variable, and indexed. Which type of these annuities do you use in your planning? Again, I know you mentioned uh, the immediate here and there, not so much on the fixed. What about those last two? 
Yeah, well, if we're when we use um, annuities for our planning, we'll typically use the fixed annuity. Very rarely do we use the variable annuity. Very rarely do we use the immediate annuity. Typically, I like the good old-fashioned, you know, um, annuities that's been around for a long, long time. And like I said, they, you're going to get a stated rate of interest for a period of time. And usually, these terms are a lot shorter than, like, say, the indexed annuities or the, you know, the variable annuities. Sometimes can have long surrender charges too. So I like the fixed annuities when we we sit down and talk to people. Once in a while, we'll use indexed, and again, we'll use those if people don't typically need access to that money for a while. But typically, it's fixed annuity on my side. Now, a lot of people try to sell annuities as if they are the fix for someone's retirement problems. Like the the thing you need for retirement is this annuity. That doesn't seem to be your approach from, from my conversations with you. You're just using it more as a tool or a chance to plug a hole in somebody's plan or using it in conjunction with other strategies and not as sort of the magic bullet. Can, can you maybe illustrate that with a a case that you used recently to work on somebody's financial plan where you did incorporate an annuity and what the goal was for using that? Yeah, um, that's a good question because we just had a couple come in a couple of weeks ago and their goal was to have 4,000 per month of income in retirement. And between their social security and one of them did have a pension, they had $3,000 coming in, but they wanted four. So they were short a thousand dollars. They wanted to make sure that that $1,000 shortage was going to be there every month, regardless of what the economy is doing. They were worried that if they invested money in the market, you know, that that, that may there, may be there, may not be there. So what we did is I used a fixed, index, or a fixed annuity, excuse me, to generate that $1,000 of income for them every single month. And in this case, we didn't annuitize. What we did is we just put enough money in there to generate the interest so we could use interest without spending principal down because that's where people get in trouble. They start running out of money is when they start invading principal and those types of things. So we used that. It worked in their plan. They had other dollars left over that we could put into the market, you know, to take care of the inflation down the road, those types of things. But this plugged that hole, as you said, Walter, they, they got up every, every morning, every month, their account was always going, you know, was never going down. They were just using the interest that it was generating off that. And it made them feel good and made them feel happy. And that's their plan. So what, it wasn't necessarily been my plan if I would have planned that way, but that was their plan. That's what we do. We tried to make a plan tailored just for you. And if that's you, you're sitting down and you say, geez, these annuities are complicated and you're concerned whether you're going to make a mistake or not, give us a call. This is what we do year in, week in, day in, every day, every week, every year, as I just stated. But um, give us a call. It's as easy as one, two, three. Pick up the phone. That's the hardest part. Number two is talk to the marvelous MJ. She'll treat you kindly, I promise. She may even give you a warm cookie and you come in. Uh, we've been known <laughs> to do that. <laughs> and number three. Oh, now I'm coming to the office. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Number three, just come on in. We'll sit down and we'll go through the nudies if that's your case, and we'll see which one fits you best. It's that easy. Just give us a call. You'll go through the uh, annuities, not the nudies, right? Yeah, the annuities. I say nudies. <laughs> <laughs> did I do it again? You did it again, just like the the, the ruts of the, the tree. The, the, the ruts. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love the, uh, the 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 roads that your accent takes us down. I'm, um, I'm going to start coming up with math questions now. I got to get yeah, back. Yeah, you got to get back at me. You you haven't tricked me in the last couple of weeks, so you have to think of something next time around. I'm, I'm going to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get in touch with Kevin and uh, talk about the financial products, I mean that's what we've been talking about here. 
here over the last couple of minutes, but how they fit into the overall strategy is the more important conversation to have. Make sure that's the focus, by the way. If you're ever working with anybody who is a planner or a broker or a financial you know, advisor in that umbrella, in that arena, that you're talking about the strategy and not just the products. Um, they need to go together. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call to get in touch with Kevin to have this overall conversation about what's going on in your financial life, ways to improve your retirement planning. 888-885-7526. If it's something you've been procrastinating for a long time, well, don't do that anymore. Get off of that train. Make sure you're making the right decisions when it comes to your financial life. Give Kevin a call, 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, no big deal. Leave a quick message, and Kevin and the team, the marvelous MJ, will follow up with you. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Still more to come on today's show, so stay with us. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. When you reflect on your life, what would you like to see as your fondest memories? Summers at your favorite vacation spot? Ice cream with the grandkids after their first t-ball game? Maybe it was your great adventure across the world or volunteering with a local nonprofit. Of course, those memories are still in the future, although they're not as far away as you might think. Be sure you have a financial plan to make them happen. Don't find yourself worrying while enjoying that ice cream. Peace of mind is attainable in your retirement. With the proper planning, you can secure a meaningful retirement. We can help you make those dreams a reality. Schedule your visit with our team today. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We want to make memories with you. Get started by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. <laughs> It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. That part each week where we take a sidestep from all the financial discussions just to get to know Kevin a little bit better. And if we haven't been having enough fun already, we usually will do it on this part of the show. My question for you this week, Kevin, I've pulled this one off the shelf for you. If there are two types of people in this world, what are those two types? Wow, right? Coke or Pepsi is what you're asking me. That, that kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, Coke. that that could be that could be it right there. There's there's yep. Coke people and Pepsi people. Or, or do I soak my cookie in in the milk, or do I eat it right up? I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of half in on that one. We're, so we're, we're talking about cookies a lot on today's show. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say there are two types of people in this world: those who eat their Oreos and those who let it soak to the bottom of the cup and drink their Oreos. <laughs> well, I, well, I don't do that, but I can tell you this: I love to soak a piece of bread in soup. Around here, they call me the soup Nazi because I love soup and I'm very particular about it. So there's nothing better to me than you take a good fresh baked bread and, and especially if you go to the Olive Garden and you get that soup of soup and then you take that breadsticks and you let it soak in there for a couple of minutes and you eat it up. That's the kind if you're asking me what kind I am right there. There you go. I like that. Yeah. yeah. The, um, I don't know if that's like a, a, an actual saying out there, but uh, there's the types of people who dip their bread in their soup and those who don't. So. Yeah. I'm not a dipper. I'm a soaker. I used to love <laughs> to get the bread bowls, you know, and eat the oh, yeah. eat the inside of the bread bowl and then all the bread on the outside. But man, that's a lot of calories and that's a lot of bread to eat. And as you get older, you got to watch the waistline. You right? start feeling guilty about eating stuff yeah. like that. But man, when I was growing up, eating a good old bread bowl, oh, so good. It was, it was funny because when I was in school, I lived close enough at, and I'd walk home for lunch. And my mom always had Campbell's chicken noodle soup. And I'd always take two slices of bread and I'd break it up, throw it in there and soak it up and eat the noodles and the bread. So that's I've been with me for a long time. 
Very tasty. That sounds great. All right, we better stop talking about food. Our stomachs are going to start rumbling here. It already is. <laughs> too, too late. <laughs> well, there you go. Getting to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. He's, he's the soup Nazi in the area, it sounds like. So there you go. Uh, more coming up, so stay with us. We still need to answer some of your questions, and we're going to uh, finish today's show off by talking about something that uh, has caught a lot of people's attention locally and uh, we're going to talk about uh, how maybe you being impacted by this as well we'll dive into that coming up next right here on simply financial yeah i went hunting once shot the deer in the leg had to kill it with a shovel took about an hour why do you ask no need to make things hard on yourself Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Learn a simpler way to invest. Time to answer some of your questions here on Simply Financial, my favorite part of the show, where we uh, take your questions each week and try to give you some concrete answers, although that is always difficult with the limited amount of information that we get. But hopefully we spark some things in your mind and at least point you in the right direction on some of these things. We're tossing these questions in case you're just joining us at Kevin Ray. He is our financial coach here on the program, serving you throughout the Tri-City area at Insight Folios. You can uh, reach him by calling 888-885-PLAN or go to insightfolios.com with your questions. Kevin has more than 28 years of experience, and he is the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement. He's going to navigate us through at least one question here on the tail end of the show. This one comes to us from Carol in Midland, and Carol says, Kevin, I work for a, and we are redacting the name of the company here on the show just to sort of uh, protect some innocence here. I work for a name-redacted company uh, here in the area, and they just merged, and I've heard something about an NUA that I can do related to the company stock. I don't really know much about this, but some of my coworkers are saying it's worth looking into. Can you help me out? Well, Carol, you get the question of the day honors because that's a really good question. And here's what NUA stands for. It stands for Net Unrealized Appreciation. So let me give you an example because we, we have several people in our office that we've done this for. So let's say you work at company A, and you started investing in that company stock, and let's just say your cost basis, in other words, the amount that you contributed to it, it's $5,000. But it's worth 20, if you were to, if you know, the stock value rate today is worth 20. So the NUA allows you to do this. It allows you, if you do it correctly, there's, very, there's a lot of steps involved, so you gotta be care, very careful, you gotta have an accountant on board with this, make sure everything's done you know, A to Z. But what you do is you transfer that company stock into what's called a brokerage account, into a non-IRA account, non-qualified account. And we do that, it does a couple of things. So your cost basis, or in other words, the $5,000 that you have put into that, contributed into that, is taxed at ordinary income tax rates. But let's say it's grown to $20,000 like we had mentioned. Well, guess what? That $20,000 is now taxed at capital gains rates. So in most conditions, if it's done properly, you can save on tax dollars. Now think of this. If you're in to say the 12% or 15% tax bracket, depending how that works out, could be 0% tax on that gain. So that's definitely something you should look into. And I know which company you're talking about because it's right in, my, right in my backyard right here. But that, so if you have company stock and you own it in a plan and if it's done properly, a lot of times that you can save tax dollars by doing it correctly. So the NUA is something that everybody should be keeping in the back of their mind if they work for you know one of the big companies, General Motors or Ford or or whatever the ones are out there that in in our area. You can do that strategy. It's very 
And I don't want to say it's very complicated, but it's complicated. It has to be done correctly. Otherwise, you destroy all of that. So, for example, if you were to transfer everything into a brokerage account and it's in an IRA, you lose that exemption. And there's several other stipulations that are out there. So make sure you be very careful on that, Carol. Give us a call. I'd love to sit down with you. Go through that one-on-one and let you know whether it be a benefit to you or not. But in most cases, it usually is. So give us a call. The NUA, interesting question today. That's, I think, a first that we've had that mentioned on the show. So uh, great question there, Carol. If you want to get in touch with Kevin with your own questions, whether it be about a similar situation to Carol's or something else going on in your financial life, here's the number to call to reach Kevin and set up time to meet for a complimentary review of your plan. 888-885-PLAN. It's that easy. 888 888- 885-7526. That'll get you directly in touch with Kevin's team. He's your financial coach at Insight Folios, leads us here on the program each and every week on Simply Financial. 888-885-PLAN, or give him a call again at 888-885-7526. If you get the voicemail, no biggie, leave a quick message, and the marvelous MJ will call you back, set up that time to meet for a review of your plan. 888 885 plan. Kevin, that's all the time that we have for on this week's show. Uh, pleasure as always to chat with you and uh, had a lot of fun. I'm going to be ready for your math questions next week. I'm not going to let you stump me. I'm going to brush up on the nudie questions. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thank you, sir. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later, Walter. Talk to you soon. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll talk to you soon right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.